Hi, this is Netta Laurene from SmackDown, and you're listening to Freeform Rock Podcast. are listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast with Mark Alden Taylor. Welcome to another edition of the Freeform Rock Podcast. And with me as always is Drunky Lee. Drunky yeah, Lee. Yeah, you doing, man? <laughs> are you hitting the sauce hard today? I'm doing it. <laughs> and you do it well. Thank you, sir. All right, man. Lee has a talent. It's called vodka. Called <laughs> drinking. Uh, if that's if that's the name of it, hey, man, I'm I'm boss. All right, and on the podcast today we have a uh, second time uh, return here, uh, Eric, uh, rock and metal combat podcast Jordan. <laughs> What's up, buddy? Right on, man. That's a, that's a tribute to Ian right there. So he better listen to this episode. Ian, don't listen to us, man. He, we're, yeah, we're well, I'm make them because I did a, I did a, a alcohol crack, crack can crack open for him, so he can listen. At least if it's just for that one second. Well, he, we're beneath him. We're not, we're not high quality podcasts for him. <laughs> well, we're, we're all right, Mark. I, you know, I'm gonna, I want to, I want to bring this up to you because you posted something a couple of days ago. You know, it kind of kind of alarms me a bit you're talking about you know you, you feel like not a lot not a lot of people are sharing your podcast and you're talking about you know whose dick do i gotta suck to, uh <laughs> so you get to feel the share thing so mark let me just tell you something um please please keep your mouth away from my dick i i will gladly share your podcast you do not have to suck my dick i will gladly share and i'm i'm gonna try this an entertaining episode for you so like people are like holy shit i need to hear this episode because mark's saying some crazy shit happened on this episode <laughs> <laughs> hey, I said that because it's blunt and it gets people's attention. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, I I, I was tired of being nice. <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll take a blowjob from Lee though. I hear some some good things about uh, Lee Gertzman blowjob. Um, because <laughs> he's nice. Um, he's um, nice and like, soft. His mouth like is all more like a snow job, but actually, um, um, if if, if you don't mind getting blown by a kazoo. That would be that, that 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 would be interesting. Well, our new tagline is the Freeform Rock Podcast. We don't suck. We <laughs> blow. We blow. Yeah. We don't suck. We blow. We blow. Yeah. Uh -huh. You uh, those were my. Or if you you're were a woman, my sucky baby. <laughs> we'll give a woman but a blowjob too. I decided to blow. How does that work? Welcome well, you just to use your tongue instead. <laughs> well, that, that's like, different. That's that's not blowing. That's I, uh, I mean, that's not sucking. That's like uh, I just thought of a theme song. I don't. That's like a a vacuum. Vacuum. I just thought of a theme song. <laughs> oh, I got. Before I forget to vacuum, let me just say this quick thing. I worked with a guy, and like he was very perverted, and like there's this hot chick at our work, so she walks by, and we kind of give each other the look, like, all right, check out this girl. She walks away and he looks at me dead serious. And he's like, "I'd love to put a vacuum on her pussy and make her ears pop like an airplane." And I'm like, "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> he sounds like someone I might have known back in the day. It's like you took that to a whole nother place that I didn't want to go to or expect but, it to go but to. But it's like we don't 
don't suck unless you want us to blow. <laughs> Welcome to the Freeform Podcast Show. Yeah, we we, <laughs> we don't we don't suck. Uh, we we ain't that bad. <laughs> no, yeah, that, that that's one thing. I'll suck on vodka bottles, but if I'm with a guy and I go, "Ew, what's that flavor?" and he says vodka, and I look, "Ew, that ain't no vodka bottle. That's pink." And he said, "Welcome <laughs> to San Francisco." I'm like, "Okay, goodbye." Yeah, good one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was just i was just like man i share everybody else's podcast i just wanted to return and then i saw kristen's ex shared it right after that they said i'll be on the plane to tennessee next week <laughs> In fact, uh, i'm a, actually me and aaron camaro are going to be doing a video all about lizzie borden in the future yeah, we got Camaro coming on here soon, too. He said he would oh, do it. Oh, you got it. the Golden Throat coming on your show, too? Hell yeah. Yeah, I, I, I finally got the balls to ask him, would you like to be on the show? We'll let you pick the episode. Right on. <laughs> he said, yeah, yeah he's, he's cool. in the middle of moving right now. He'll get back together with me when uh, he's done with his move. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I want to get Chris, but, too. But, uh, but if you get, don't mind spoiling it, what I'd are like, you guys I'd like Chris. I'd huh? like Chris to be on my show one of these days. Yeah, I'd like him to be on our show too. That'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah. If you, if hey, you we don't get mind, those decibel geek listeners on here, man. Shit, <laughs> get more downloads. <laughs> the only thing is, Mark, you're more, you're able to compromise and let them pick the stuff. With me, I like to pick the stuff, so I'm a harder sell. So yeah. some people might be like, um, "We're willing to do your podcast, but what the hell is that weird album?" And I go, that's the album I want you to do. And they go, um, nine one one. Um, I've got a crazy guy here. Bye, Lee. Kind of like, no, I'm kidding, but yeah, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Lee. You, I, 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 you know, and then no slaps your musical taste, man. You have your own taste, but yeah, yeah. there's some some unusual albums you'll pick out, like Samoan Bulldozer sounds by Akanaka Weedy. Yeah. I've always been that way. I when I was in um second grade, I um there was an album um that had the song to come to take me away, ha ha. Um and and there's a song I live in the house. I live in the home. I'm glad I live in a split level head. And it was really weird. And I got kind of stuff. Yeah, almost. yeah. And, 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 and I, um, what I did was I danced to it and I was about seven years old and the teachers were looking at me like, what the hell is this? So like, we put your dick in your pants. Um, <laughs> Um, at that time, I would have thought, what's wrong with being nude? But anyway, um, yeah, I, I would have friends over and I would say, listen to this. And they go, that's weird shit, man. And I always done that. So I'm yeah. not doing it only to be on a podcast. I'm doing it because that's just how I am. And um, that's right on, dude. Because you know what I, you know. I'm not as extreme as you, but I do like occasionally like some weird stuff. Like 
Everyone always trashes uh, the Revolution 9 off the White Album by the Beatles, and I love that. You know, when I listen oh, to yeah. the Beatles' White Album, I, I really look forward to that thing because it's just so weird and creepy, and it just but I, yeah. I love it because it just stands out. You know, everyone always trashes it, but I really like it. Well, they should just, well, like, yeah, record I a mean, fart. I... That's what it sounded like to me. <laughs> <laughs> with, with, with Recording a yeah, fart, that sounds me. more like uh, the Metallica Load albums. Oh, God, I love those albums. Mars Orch went and took a shit in the I toilet. Like and he's like, hey, myself. like, were you recording the whole time? I like the Load albums. I, actually, I don't like St. Anger. But... I, yeah, I, I like <laughs> the Load albums, too. I like the, like the title too. track off St. Anger. I love, like, I had hope for that album because I heard that single. And I'm like, all right, you know, this is, you know, maybe not what I wanted, but this single sounds really good. And then I heard the rest of the album. I'm like, oh, fuck these guys. Yeah, Lars, put on the snare drum next time and let uh, Kirk play some solos, and I'd be happier. I want him to re record that shit. My dad getting that <laughs> album. And, like, just, man, that's like, you know, whatever three fucking hours we'll never get back listening to that shit. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Saint Anger. That's a good name album because I was fucking pretty Saint Angered after hearing that shit. Yeah, I still got it on CD. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta get rid of it. <laughs> it's in my iTunes. Sometimes I do. Thank like the goodness first song. that I use Spotify because I don't need to buy the crap. Well, Spotify, you're killing your artists by not buying their crap. So you know, here's well, the well when Spotify. it comes to the stuff I don't want to hear, um, um but, by buying it. Well, you I can buy singles. Okay. Spotify, though. Uh, no, no, I mean, I I can, but I mean, I'm okay with Spotify. I am. You don't Dude, need to I, be, but I am. And anyway, I'm sorry, Eric, you can talk. Yeah. The thing with Spotify, I actually use, I mean, I use Apple Music, but it's the same, same thing, but uh, I like it because I can have access to all this music before I buy it. Like, if someone recommends me something, I listen to the full album. If I don't like it, I don't listen to it. If I do like it, when I get enough money saved up, I'll buy the album and, like, you know, may download it, uh, you know, like, buy a digital copy. And I think it's amazing that I think Apple Music is good as long as you, if you do like it, buy it afterwards once you get money. But it's helpful for people because not everyone has that much money or people got bills to pay. We can't always afford to buy yeah. everything so I like it for that. You know, if I listen to something on Apple Music and I like it, once I get the money, I'll go and buy the albums. I'll buy the T-shirts, you know, some band merch. Oh, so yeah. I, I, everyone hates too much on Apple Music, but it's really the people because you still have the choice to to buy music. It's just people don't yeah. want to. They don't want to spend the money. So, you know, just as much blame can be put on the people that listen to the music as well. Well, yeah, you, you put the blame on the the companies that don't give them the artists their fair share. Uh, yeah, they pay them pennies, half a penny. Exactly. So I mean, it's, everyone's services. a kind of fault there, but I do. I don't think it deserves as much hate as it gets. I wouldn't give it as much hate. Uh, Jimmy Page, speaking of, we're doing Led Zeppelin presents. Uh, yeah, testified saying the artists should get paid. The streaming services should pay the artists their due. And I do agree with that, too, because it's like this is a, you know, it's a new platform now because, you know, it used to be vinyl and then it became CDs and tapes. And then, like, vinyl also is kind of having a resurgence, but now digital, that's the new platform now. You yeah. know, so it's like no matter what platform it is, 
you know, it's like you got to start paying these artists because it's like, you know, it's, you know, streaming and all that. It's here to stay. It's not going anywhere. You know, this is the new platform. So you got to just work it out where these artists are going to, you know, they're going to start getting their fair due with this new um, format. Yeah, what I do is I buy the albums and then I'll sit there and uh, I have I have Amazon HD. It sounds so much better than Apple Music. It's like yeah. clear. It's like listening uh-huh. to a, a FLAC file. It's freaking awesome. And uh, I'll sit there, I'll buy a new album. I'll freaking put it in my iTunes. And then I'll stream it on uh, Amazon for a couple of days and give them more money. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but yeah, freaking uh, goddamn it, Mark. You oh, got yeah, well, that's cooking. a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> I just yeah, want... So I'll I'd... fucking... I'll, you know, like I said, I'll listen to something, especially if it's something new that I never heard. I'll listen to it on Apple Music, and then if I really like it and I love that band, I'm going to support them. I'm going to, you know, buy it on vinyl. I'm going to buy their T-shirts, all that. Yeah, we had a band called the Pinpricks, and I went and bought both their EPs on uh, Amazon Music because uh, they don't have any physical copies available, and they're in Germany. <laughs> so you have to go to <laughs> oh, Germany dude, to I get them. I... Shipping and handling oh, is yeah. horrendous. <laughs> oh dude i literally i was like on band camp like kind of buying a couple things and uh the band sabir who i actually was my track of the week last episode yeah i was about to oh, buy yeah. a t-shirt of theirs and i had already bought a couple of things so like i was i saw the t-shirt i'm like all right it's like 15 bucks i got enough to in my spending money to buy that the shipping was like freaking 20 i swear i got like almost like 20 dollars so it's all the way from fucking you know sweden or wherever the hell they're from yeah fuck i gotta wait another day i gotta wait like you know next paycheck to buy this like shit yeah you see 15 dollars for something and then all of a sudden but the shipping and handling is 30 (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) vincent yeah i was like fuck the shipping and handling because i bought the um i got that tesla great radio controversy on ebay because they didn't release enough for record store day Fuck the shipping and handling was like six bucks. <laughs> I was like, fuck. I love that fucking album, dude. I do too. My mom on that album. Yeah, we're finally mm. doing that on Friday. Uh, oh, goody. Yeah, he, Lee's really happy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really, it's not the right word. That's my second favorite band, man. Rush, Tesla. Really? Yeah, I love That's- Tesla, man. Why? Because That's they were like crazy. a band that I got that came out and I followed them from the beginning you got it because you were one year below being a millennial oh god dude that's born in 1970 <laughs> yeah well that's a millennial to me <laughs> you were only born in 65 jeez yeah i'm an old fart <laughs> all right you man. should redo the name of the podcast the millennial and the old fart the millennial and the old fart <laughs> They're coming to take you away, Lee. Oh my! Yeah, <laughs> and they're gonna be pumping this new music shit on me. All right. Well, let's get into this album. Uh, people are probably gonna get bored of us pretty soon. Uh, this is the seventh studio album by uh, Led Zeppelin, released by Swan Song on uh, March thirty first, nineteen seventy six. While the record was a commercial success, reaching the, both the top British and American album charts and achieving triple platinum certification in the United States. It received mixed reviews from critics and was the lowest selling studio album by the band while they were still active. Wow. Wow. I thought that would be for, Oh, they weren't active during, uh, 
into the outdoor. <laughs> so uh, uh, presence is dominated by compositions by Page and Plant, with only one track credited to the entire group. Unlike other Zeppelin albums, it features no keyboards and little acoustic guitar, but because Plant was still recuperating, the band could not tour to capitalize on the release, and only two tracks, including the 10-minute opener, Achilles' Last Stand, were performed live. However, the album has been reappraised in Rias retrospective reviews for its hard rock dynamics and simplicity compared to the group's other work. So um, how did you get into this album, Eric? And Or you said you really haven't listened to this whole album before. Well, I'm going to go, yeah, because, I mean, I'm notoriously not a big Led Zeppelin, fan, and that's kind of, I think, why you wanted to do this episode, uh, because I commented on the Zeppelin thing I believe you posted, and uh, I guess I could start, I never actually did this album. You know, I discovered Zeppelin around, I want to say maybe second or third grade. You know, I was really getting into music, hard rock, and uh, heavy metal music. And uh, I think one of my mom's friends brought up Led Zeppelin. She mentioned, because I was saying something about, oh, I bet Kiss, you know, when you're in school, Kiss was really big. And she said, no, it was Led Zeppelin. So I was like, man, who the hell is this Led Zeppelin band then? You know, I went and bought, I had my mom buy me the Song Remains the Same DVD. And uh, I kind of dug it. Some songs I liked, some songs I didn't really care that much for, but... It was the whole thing of seeing them visually and then all the cool, like, kind of cinematic stuff. So I really dug it, and, uh, you know, I started listening to some of my mom's Zeppelin CDs, and uh, they're a band I thought was pretty good, uh, but I never cared that much for Robert Plant's voice. He, to me, was just not really, you know, especially compared to when I started discovering Deep Purple and Sabbath and Rainbow, all these other 70s bands, you know, it's just like he... To me, he was kind of the weak link, and, you know, to me, he was just a pretty boy who got by, like, on his looks, because he looked like a great front man. But I do yeah. I do like Zeppelin. I'm just not as big of a fan, and then I kind of got burnt out with them from radio. Um, and more of the hatred kind of started, like, around high school, because just there are a lot of Zeppelin fans out there and a lot of music snobs that they, yeah. they hold Zeppelin on this pedestal where, like, if you just are like, oh, I'm just not a big fan, you know, or uh, they're, they're okay, but it's like our band's better. They just like go off on you and just act like you're some kind of idiot. And I think that's where kind of the yeah. hatred that the backlash came from. Um, but they're they're a band I respect them a lot as musicians, and they do got great songs that just unfortunately classic rock radio burned me out on. And I just feel like Robert Plant oh, yeah. was a weak link. You know, I felt like he just his singing just never really did it for me. You know. Um, I just remember one time in high school, uh, this these two friends of mine, uh, both in the music, you know, and one of them was just having a meltdown because the other guy was like me. He was like, ah, you know, I'm, dude, I've been trying to, man. I can't get into Zeppelin. And this, his friend was yeah. just having a meltdown almost to tears. Like, dude, are you serious? Like, how can you not like Zeppelin? Like, probably crying. That's and I was like, extreme. oh, my God. That's a bit extreme. But yeah, but yeah this was an album that I actually never heard because – and I knew, including my mom, they had all the albums except this one. This is always, like, the forgotten one. And, Mark, I'm I'm really glad you picked this one because I actually really had to study it. You know, I had to really listen to it. Yeah. Um, And give it a shot because I, you know, besides Achilles' Last Stand, Nobody's Fault, I really was not familiar with any of these songs. And uh, some, oh, wow. some of this review may surprise you, like some of my opinions. So, 
Uh, you know, you oh, guys wow. can take it away how you discovered it. I like being surprised. Well, discovering this, I, I discovered Zeppelin because I was just listening to hard rock radio, classic rock radio, KMET and uh, KLOS in, in Southern California. And uh, I and I agree, uh, one of the most burnout tracks is Stairway to Heaven. But you know what? I'll still listen to it. <laughs> mm. But the thing is... I'm in the right this, mood. I can still get in this way. The thing about this band, uh, you were talking about Robert Plant's voice. You mm -hmm. take, um, what is it, Ray Gill... Uh, Freaking uh, Gilliam from uh, Deep Purple. I think his voice is better than Ray G than Gilliam's voice. Uh, in my opinion, mm. that's just my opinion. Yeah, oh, there's you, a lot of people like that too. Yeah. If, if you listen to a lot of live Zeppelin compared to live Deep Purple, Robert Plant's voice is there. Uh, oh, Gilliam's yeah. kind of scatters sometimes, and also Zeppelin could take a a four-minute song and turn it into a 30-minute jam and you were yeah. Zeppelin live like Zeppelin live like I always prefer live like when I was when I was I usually always prefer the live versions as opposed to the studio versions yeah I I love uh how the west is one uh anything live by them is just the remains the same like you know some of those songs are you know the way they do at that show are just phenomenal I saw Jimmy Page live, and I was so glad that I did, you know. And, and, and they did an instrumental version of Stairway to Heaven. And the show yep. that I was at, they have the playlist for every song. Um, they have the whole show. But when it comes to the divided songs, the only one they don't have a separate playlist to is the instrumental version of Stairway to Heaven. So I can hear it if I want to hear the whole thing, but I want to also have a separate track for that. So in case I want to put it on a CD and listen to a song, I don't have to listen to the whole thing in order to finally get to that. So I thought that that was strange how they didn't put a separate track to that but it was the instrumental version of stairway to heaven was great but to your point eric i used to shop at a record store um called used record shop and it later became maximum music and mm -hmm. one of the guys who worked there he said i saw robert plant live with led zeppelin and he said no way. Um, the the guy has no voice whatsoever. He and said, he said whatever they do to make it sound the way it does is all trickery. That's what he said. I'm not right. saying I agree, but I just wanted to make a uh, argument to your point that yeah. there are people and on your side. We'll say Robert Plant too, because even though like. On the early albums, you know, when he, his voice, what he did have full, like, you know, before his voice kind of went, you know, yeah. I didn't really care much for it, like, when you do, like, all the high notes stuff, um, but he burned his voice out very early on in his career, because I actually had that other, the other DVD they had, where it was all just the rare concert footage, it was called Led Zeppelin DVD, 
Wow. You watch, like, the first disc, and he's hitting all those high notes, and then by, like, the second disc, which is later on, he's already, like, even at that, you know, he's still young, he's already, like, he fried his voice out, and, like, wow. you know, he he fried his voice out very early in his career where he couldn't hit those high notes. I think it's just kind of the way he sang was pretty rough on his voice. Wow. You know, and, uh, yeah, you know, because he, like I said, like I'm saying, you know, he, if you listen to, like, later Zeppelin, like, late 70s, like, it's all, he really can't hit some of the notes that he could. You know, he really fried his voice out very early in his career. Yeah, but his solo stuff t sounded good, and that reunion thing they did at Wembley was really good. The O2. But even then, like, he still really... Oh, wow. He couldn't really hit those high notes, though. Like, if you watch some of that reunion stuff, because I even, like, stuff like, you know, them at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and I believe I have seen that Wembley show, but he really couldn't do a lot of those high notes. You know, he really kind of... He did some damage. Oh, he must have done some damage to his I, voice I early on. I seen Purple live, like, a couple, like last, a couple years ago at any... Gillian can't hit those high notes anymore. Oh, dude, Gillian, yeah, Gillian's been gone since, like, uh, the late 80s. You and, I mean, but it's just... That's, <laughs> oh, yeah, when you're doing Child of Time every night at shows and screaming like he does, it's like, it ain't gonna last that long into your old age, you know? He'll do Child in Time and call it Old Man in Time and go, Oh, 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 Unless you're Steven Tyler or Sammy Hagar, but I know you don't like Sammy Hagar that much. <laughs> oh, Sammy Hagar. Oh, oh God. Oh, Mark. Uh, Mark, it was great being on the show, buddy. <laughs> Here we go. All right, man. Well, let's get into the first track, which you uh, picked, Eric, Achilles Last yeah. Stand. So here's Achilles Last Stand on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
That was Achilles' Last Stand. Why did you pick that track, uh, Eric? Well, uh, two reasons. Uh, one, I had to, uh, I got some diarrhea, and I had to go shit for 11 minutes, so I needed an excuse to leave. Uh, but, uh, in, all, in all seriousness, uh, this, honestly, in my opinion, is the greatest song Zeppelin did. This is my favorite Zeppelin song. I, I love it. It's just uh, real, he probably one of their heavier songs, and just it has that gallop that, you know, Steve Harris has made lots of money off of now. Um, and just the band is on fire. And, you know, me not being a big fan of Plant's vocals, he's really not that in the song. It's more so just, this is mainly like the band. This is kind of like when you, you know, like a band jamming during like <laughs> practice and they're just like, they just got this real good jam going on and the singers kind of just stand there awkwardly. Like he doesn't really know like what to do. So he kind of throws in a couple of lyrics here and there. Um, so, I mean, you know, plant doesn't plants voice doesn't get to me as much on the song, but God damn, just, you know, everyone's on fire, you know, Bonham and John Paul Jones, that rhythm section is just killing it. And those two are like, very underrated, you know. Everyone talks about Page and Plant, but not enough people talk about Bonham and Jones, especially Jones. That has got to be one of the greatest rhythm sections in all of rock. And then Jimmy Page's guitar work, you know, I I feel like Jimmy Page gets more credit than he deserves, but I will say he's a phenomenal guitarist. And to me, the song reminds me of uh, Princess of the Dawn by, like, Accept or, like, you know, he keeps adding layers, like he's doing something on the guitar, and then like the net, and then like after that, he adds something else. Like he'll either add like the same thing, but with a different kind of distortion or effect, or like he'll add another kind of like riff, and he just keeps adding layers as the song goes on, which is very similar to Princess of the Dawn by Accept. Just phenomenal song. I'm Polish, so I give this song five out of five pierogies. Killer song. <laughs> All right, what did you think about it, Lee? Um, even though I have not heard Princess of the Dawn or don't remember it, everything else that you said about this song, including being Polish, because I'm also part Polish, I totally agree with you 100%. What I will add is that when I got this album and I heard this, I was like, wow. I mean, this this is like um, mind blowing. It almost sounds like horses charging. It's like yeah. this is a group that wants to do business, and 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 they're not necessarily out to demolish any other group. They're only out to impress the listener with what they're doing now. And I was like, I'll, I'll say really quickly. There's two songs that I heard off of Presence when I went to a Foster's Freeze, and I used to play those songs. And those are two of my favorite songs, but this is also one of my favorite songs. And if you hadn't have picked it, and I was able to pick three songs, I probably would have picked this. And it's a testament, too, because, I mean... If you write a real long, because this is a long song, it's a, you know eleven yeah. minutes. I mean, that's pushing it. You know, if you write a really long song like that, it can go one of two ways. Either it's really good and like it just like the length is justified because of what you do in that song, or it's yeah. just long and repetitive, and it's like it need to be this long. 
And so, I mean, that's a true testament to the musicianship of this band. Yeah. You know, I may not be the biggest fan, but, you know, I give credit where it's due. They are phenomenal musicians. And, yeah. I mean, they, you know, it takes talent to write a song that long that can keep your interest. That's true, man. Most definitely. Most definitely. It's like I saw a, a meme yesterday where it says, hey, I'm going to start trying to listen to uh, some Dream Theater. 15 minutes later, <laughs> I'm still in the intro. <laughs> and that, I and believe it or not is for, uh, when it comes to and, a particular album of theirs. And then I wrote, well, the, that intro was badass, though. <laughs> hey, that's cool. Uh, there was one with Tool where it was like, uh, hey, uh, how much longer is this Tool album? Like The girl's like, this is just the first song. <laughs> wow. <laughs> It's right. like, um, I'll just say really quickly, like Wagner, he did um, some called the Ring Trilogy, which is like one opera, which is like the intro opera, and then there are like three more operas, and each opera is like three or four hours, and I was listening to some of the intro, and my um, family was like, oh, this is boring. I liked it. But from what I hear, if you're going to hear the whole thing, you have to go through several days, like three or four hours each day. Um, some people love it, but that might be a bit too much for me. Yeah, so man, this song is a fucking classic. The rhythm is amazing. And John Paul, John Paul Jones is fucking the Swiss Army knife of this band. Fucking yep. this guy does everything in this band. Uh, bass is fucking pumping. Jimmy's leads rule, and Plant's voice is amazing. This is a great song to start off an album, even though it's ten minutes long. You're like, whoa, man! This is like, <laughs> this is like, you talk to people about Led Zeppelin, nobody mentions this album. It's like presence. No, yeah, yeah, like I said, this is like everyone I knew, even people that are like massive Zeppelin fans, never had this album. That's why I never had heard it because yeah. no one I knew ever had this album. It's it's like a forgotten album and. It's, you know, well, you'll hear my opinion about it, but, like, you think Enter the Outdoor, because that's usually one that a lot of people kind of hate. You think that yeah. would be kind of the forgotten one, but it's, like, people, it's known because people, a lot of people kind of don't really like it, whereas this yeah. one's just, you know, it's just forgotten about because it's not, like, it didn't have a big hit, but it wasn't, yeah. like, a flop by any means. It was just, it was just there. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just, I, I don't, this is, like, the second Zeppelin album I bought. I bought... Uh, really? I bought uh, Physical Graffiti and this one, and then I went and got number Damn, two. Damn, you bought the best! Yeah, I went, <laughs> I went backwards. I never, I don't think I've ever bought, oh, I got that a, a birthday present on cassette, In Through the Outdoor. I didn't really care for that album, but I do like about maybe five songs on it. Uh, I do like um, All of My about, Love. Like, I love like that song. Seven songs, so <laughs> you like... Most of it. Maybe six songs more than you should. Well, I know I don't like Hot Dog. Um, oh, God, yeah. don't get me started on that shit. <laughs> oh. All right, and then we get to the next song, uh, For Your Life, which you picked again, Eric. So here's For Your Life yeah. on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
That was For Your Life. Why'd you pick this track, Eric? Okay, so I got a funny story about this. Um, actually, uh, there's a different song that I meant to pick, but I actually said that one, and I I didn't realize it till we were about to show, but I was like, it's a great oh. song, too. So I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to keep that on there. Because okay. this song's really good. Um, it's a catchy little song. It's got kind of that... It's got that, you know, stereotypical, you know, Zeppelin swagger. Um, you know, they, they just have that sound. Or like when another band tries to rip rip them off or like do a song in their style, it just has that, that swagger to it. Um, I, you know, I love that, that line where he's like, you know, uh, cocaine, you know, yeah, reminds great. me of my, my old days when I did bad things, but <laughs> my old parting days, but you know, it's a great song. It's a catchy little number. Uh, you know, Robert Plant at the end kind of annoys me a little bit with his vocals, but that's a pretty solid song. It's not, you know, anything to write home about, but I ain't going to skip this one. It's really good. I give it, uh, I give it a 4F5. Trying to think of another Polish dish here. I'm just going to go pierogies again because I'm lazy and can't think of anything. <laughs> I give it a cool. 4F5. A great song, man. What did you think about this one, Lee? Now, before I begin... I will say that when we get to the song, whatever it was that you wanted to pick, um, I would be interested only because I'm curious if it might have been one of the ones that I picked. But anyway, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, because um, I have two specific favorites. And when I picked my two specific favorites... And then Mark mentioned your two. I said, oh, well, they aren't the same song. So right on. I'm glad I was able to pick them. But I... I Lee, I really hope... I really hope the two songs that you picked are like, you know, the ones that... Because let me tell you something. I, you know, spoiler okay. alert. This album is like half of it. Like, I was like a little surprised by it, but there's another half of this album I'm not going to be uh, too kind to. Spoiler alert. So I'm really hoping um, your favorite song is not one of those songs. You know? Well, um, without getting into details, let's say there's one song that I would probably say I totally sympathize with you if you aren't cool with it. But All anyway... Right, okay. Um, when it comes to For Your Life, I will say first, um, as a parenthesis, that when I saw Led Zeppelin do it on the reunion um, thing um, live, because Robert Plant wanted to do it, I liked that version a lot. I like this song. I don't love it, but I like Jimmy Page's guitar work. I, it, it makes me think of if if I was at home with my family and I was totally drunk and they asked me, can you come over and give me um, dinner, give me my plate of dinner, and I'm stumbling and I can't quite walk totally straight, but I'm doing the best I can and I almost slip on some shoes, but I give them the dinner plate like da 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 Whoa! That sort of reminds me of how I am when I'm drinking and I'm not quite able to walk so totally straight. But 
I think it's cool. I like the song. Yeah, what I thought about it, I said, what a what cool way to start the song with Killer Bonham and Jimmy Page riffs. And then Plant comes in, man. I love this song. It's like you start off the album with like a 10-minute song and then almost a 7-minute song. It's like first two songs are like, <laughs> fucking A. <laughs> it's like, yeah. And then they start going down from, uh, well, in minutes until you get to the uh, first one and the last one. Um, yeah. And then we get to the next song, which you pick, Lee. Royal Orleans. So here's Royal Orleans on the Freeform Rock Podcast. song that they all wrote together on this album why'd you pick that track lee um this was one of the ones that i heard when i went to foster's freeze and they had two of the songs on um a single and i would go there and i would get my chocolate dipped 
cone, either chocolate ice cream or vanilla ice cream, as long as it was with a chocolate hard dip on top. And I would um, eat that cone, and <laughs> I would um, listen to um, Royal Orleans or the other song, and I usually listen to both. That was when you could get three songs for a quarter. Those were the days. What did you think about the song, Eric? Lee Gershman, this is that song I actually meant to pick was Royal Orleans. Yeah! I, I love the stand song. And it's yeah. cool that you mentioned... It's cool that you mentioned that it's like a, it reminds you of, you know, going out during the summertime, getting ice cream, because I wrote yeah. that in my notes that it's like, even though I never heard this song before until just recently, it like, just hearing it took me back to that time of being like, you know, in high school or whatever, being young, yeah. summertime, and just hanging out with your friends. It just had that vibe to it. I love it. Yeah. I love John Paul Jones' bass playing, and I just... It's real funky, you know. A lot. Of, I didn't really like the song "The Crunch." To me, yeah. this is like, this is like them doing the song "The Crunch," but actually like succeeding at it. Like yeah. it has that funkiness, like... that James Brown vibe, but like it's done right. Where like I enjoy it. Such a feel-good song. I love like that guitar, that little guitar that like Jimmy Page does in between verses, like the dun, 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 or whatever. It's just yeah. really great song. And this is the song I meant to pick as my second favorite right on. nothing wrong for your life because that song is great too but man this song just this song rules man and it's great because you don't yeah. hear it on the radio you don't hear it played at the supermarket so there's no burnout yeah. factor so i give this yeah. one you know in honor of the james brown sound i give this five out of five brand new bags in fact i would say if the crunch were james brown dancing and a dog was chewing on his um shoelaces and he started to trip up this song was they took the dog away kind of like <laughs> yeah. that that's so funny how you said that because in my notes i said this is kind of the rhythm of the crunch but it's uh -huh. done well <laughs> and it works wow. hell yeah i hate the crunch and <laughs> this is not the crunch this I is a great fucking song. I fucking hate the crunch. It's, it's like they <laughs> failed I, and they're like, oh, fuck, we like messed that up. Like, let's try it again. And then, but this time they succeeded. Because it has that rhythm of the crunch. You totally picked up on it also. That was awesome. But I had yeah. a Led Zeppelin um, songbook. I had a lot of group songbooks and I would play their songs on the piano. And I tried playing this, the crunch and I was like, it's hard. You know, you can't really <laughs> play it. Um, it, it's more like you can try and play it, but it just sounds like you're messing your fingers up on the piano. It, it's not. It's not really a song you can play. It's like Son, what are you doing with this da 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 da? Quit drinking your vodka and eat your ham. Kind of like that. <laughs> All right, man, and we uh, turn this over if you have the vinyl, and we get to the first song on side two, Nobody's Fault But Mine. What do you think about this one, Eric? Oh, uh, man, it's uh, another great song, man. This is, I think this is, like, the one that people people do know. This is, like, the one, like, I guess you could say hit from the album. And yeah. I really, I really dig it, man. It's a cool song. I love, like, kind of the guitar tone and, like, some of the effects uh, Jimmy Page uses. And, uh... Robert Plant actually sings this one very well. Uh, you know, I'll give credit where it's due. His 
he doesn't do a lot of the annoying things that I I don't like about his voice. Like he just kind of sings this one more straight up. You know, I love like his you know like his him and Paige going back and forth. Like ah ah ah. You know, I love it when they go back and forth with that. Oh, really yeah. cool little song, and uh, obviously this is like kind of a radio hit, but uh, I give this one a, you know another five out of five. It's a killer tune, you know, and uh, so far. I gotta say, man, Led Zeppelin, you know, they they surprised me, you know, with this album. They uh they got my support on this one so far. What do you think about it, Lee? Well, the first time that I heard this, I have to tell you, I was a young kid, about maybe eight, maybe close to nine, and my next door neighbor was a record executive worked for MCA Records and I would go to visit him and he would be able to play me stuff so imagine that imagine knowing someone in the record business who was able to turn you on to music and he had a great system and I um, heard nobody's fault but mine and this was fantastic I mean now when I hear it on you know, online, on my iPhone, on headphones, it might not necessarily sound as awesome as it did back then, but when when you have a great system and you hear that song, it, it really rocks. It's Led Zeppelin with a great attitude, and it is... It might not be my very, very favorite song on the album, but it might be my very favorite without the extra very. That's what I want to say. All right, man. This is one of the. This is so classic. It bleeds awesome. Uh, the riffs, the yeah. drums, the vocals are amazing. Love plants moaning with the guitar. And it's like old blues riff in there going ah 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 ah, and the guitar goes It's freaking. Freaking awesome. I love it when Sammy does that live with Van Halen, Eric. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, man. I, God damn, Mark, I got diarrhea. I got to go. Play, play Achilles last stand again. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to throw that in there. Oh, Jesus. Oh, uh, Ian, yeah. Ian Gillen does it with uh, Richie Blackmore uh, during Strange Kind of Woman, like when he does it live. It's an old blues thing. The old blues men used to do this. It really yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. It, it actually is kind of a song that was written by them. They take stuff and they add stuff, but yeah. And then we get to the next track, Candy Store Rock. What would you think about this one, Eric? All right. Let everyone just take a deep breath real quick. Okay. Oh, shit. So, um, number five. Oh, wait. Said, before like, you get you know, into it. Album is... Before you get this into album, it. I, I, I messed up. It, Lee picked this track. That's why he went, oh, shit. Oh, shit. So here's, <laughs> Lee, a, goddamn Lee. here's Candy Store oh, Rock. Oh, boy. And then we'll get, it, we'll get into Lee first, and then we'll, we'll get back to I need to get another opinion. drink then. Get another drink, Lee. I'm going to get another one myself. All right. Okay. So here's Candy Store Rock on the Free Form Rock Podcast. <laughs> Like me, oh, baby, baby, 
That was Candy Store Rock. Why did you pick this record? I love record? people. <laughs> I think he's still getting another um, drink. No, there he is. <laughs> um, I, I, I will after I... I had one sip. I'll have another sip after I say this. This is the other song 
that was on the 45. This is a really good dun 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 dun. dun. Oh, uh, uh, baby, dun 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 dun. dun, dun. It's, it reminds me of what I used to write. It is good. It is not the shitty song, which is another song on the album. This song is a hot song. And if people want to agree with other people who think this song is crap, or if other people think it's crap, that's fine. But I think... It sounds a lot like Royal Orleans and that it is a hot song. And that's my opinion. What did you think about it, Eric? <laughs> uh, Lee, let me just say, I'm sorry, brother. And hey, if you like this song, hey, man, more power to you. But God damn, it should have oh. called this song Bike Shop Rock because it reminds me of the episode Different Strokes where Arnold almost gets fucked oh. by a bike shop. Oh, my damn. God. Oh, I just, God, this song just, like, I was really digging this album. I'm like, all right, Led Zeppelin, you, you really, you know, kind of you, you surprised me, and this is awesome. And this song kicked on. I'm like, oh, fuck these guys. It's like, Jesus Christ. Oh, it's, like, man, uh, man. it's like a prelude to Hot Dog. Oh, it just, and, like, this is, oh, like. Oh, man. I'm sorry, Lee. Lee, put the knife down. Lee, put the okay. knife down. Okay. Oh, but, Oh, and this, like, song shows, like, all the things Plant does that annoy me. Like, his stuttering. Just like... Just, like, stutters and make. I don't even think there's an actual lyric in this song. He just, like, says a bunch of random nonsense. So you're one of those guys where the vocals can ruin a song. Oh, it's just... And even the music... I hear you. David, because there's some Zeppelin songs where... Plant's voice gets on my nerves, but, like, the music will save it, where I'm like, hey, at least the music's tight. But, god damn, this song just... Oh, I give this one three oh, bikes, because okay. I didn't get three bikes when I got when I got raped by the Different Strokes bike shop owner. Uh, <sighs> well, Lee, so, I, what do you I, think? I'm going to save this song for you, Lee. Yeah. Uh, a little Elvis here, but done right. Not like Hot Dog. Uh, a little right Rockabilly on. here. With a heavier sound to it. I love it. Right on. Thank you, man. <laughs> All right. You put the knife down. I love you, brother. Come on, put it down. <laughs> yeah, man. It's it's a good thing that we have Mark as our special guest. And we need to fire <laughs> like Eric as our here. main host. Uh, I'm, I'm the one who said I like this song. Yeah, that's why I said you need to be our host and we need to fire Eric. I was being funny. Okay. Put me on the show, guys. Right. <laughs> now, no, it's all good. And then we get to the next track, Hots, Hots On For Nowhere. What would you think about this one, Eric? Oh, man. It's, it's, it's another one, man. Just it. Oh, this song just kind of annoys me. Uh, oh! Oh, go, oh, go the on. Music's pretty cool. I will give it that. The music's pretty cool, but I just can't stand the the whole la 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 that just that oh, really ruins the song to me. It sounds like some Sesame Street shit. Oh, I just, like it. I feel like oh I can't stand it. And I'm I'm not one of those people that hates like you know Woes or Oz and songs. That just oh it grates on me. Damn. Uh, and then at the end too, they're like you know saying that and they're like hey hey baby hey baby oh 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 and it's like God shut up Robert you're ruining this song. <laughs> oh God. I'm, I'm getting more drunk, so I'm, I'm, I'm oh. going to try and shut up. Um, 
with the Sesame Street reference, I I for the music I think it saves it. It's just that la 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 shit. I'll give it one out of five. Big Bird. Uh, boy. What'd you think about uh, it? Lee? Uh, Lee, I love the uh, la la la. I love that. I love that shit. I love that shit. I love the la la la. I love the song. I think it's one of my favorite Led Zeppelin songs. Damn it. Yeah, okay. Oli, uh, I agree with you, man. Yeah, man, Mark. Um, <laughs> if I wasn't um in New York, I, I I would hug you, but but I can give you at least a smile. Well, the freaking drums and the bass and the rhythm going on in this song and the way Bonham's drums goes along with with Plant going la 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 yeah. la la, and then he stops and then Bonham yeah. stops and does a like. You know, it's fucking amazing the way those two are playing off of each other with the drums and the vocals. Yeah. Bottom's going along with the la-la-las, and I love that shit. Yeah, fucking yeah. The rhythm and freaking just, I just love this song, man. It's a great song to me. Yeah, man. Right on. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah, don't, and, did you and, notice, and willing, Eric, the way the I, drums went along with the vocals? And I'm willing to do any it's shitty just, album you want, and I'm it. going to say that I love it. <laughs> uh, how many? What rating do you give it, Mark? I give it five out of five, man. I fucking love this Ooh, song. Five out of five, what though? Freaking uh, <laughs> vinyls. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, uh, I give it five out of five frickins. Frickins. I yeah, I haven't said frickin'. I, I five out of five, five frickin' frackers. You need to trademark that. I give five out of five squeezings of mustard sauce. Mustard sauce. All right. Then we, then we get to the last one. Uh, away the mustard sauce. There are kids that listen to this shit. Uh, well, I'm talking about spicy mustard, I guess. Oh, okay. That changes everything. All right, yeah. And then we get to the uh, the last track, which is nine minutes and 27 seconds. Oh. None of you guys picked this, but I'm not gonna. I would have picked it, but there's four tracks out of seven. Oh, picked. so hey, I Mark, the f damn it, Mark. Uh, you said you would have picked it. Do you got diarrhea too, and you need like a nine minute break? <laughs> no, I, just left, so. uh, I don't want to get a spoiler, but I would have picked this as as a track to play. But, oh, you know, but well, we've already played. I'm, four I'm gonna remember. I'm, I'm gonna remember <laughs> that you liked some of the songs that I liked, so I'm gonna shut. All right. Up. Well, let's get into T for one. What did you think about this one, Eric? Oh, sorry, I just woke up. Um, okay. Mark, I love you, brother. Please don't be mad, but god damn, this song just, like, this song totally took me out of it. This song just, like, plotted along. It's, it reminds me, of, like, since I've been loving you, it's just, it's just so long, yeah. repetitive, and, oh, god, there's, like, a lyric in the song where he said, Robert Plant says something like 24 hours, and it's like, yeah, this song feels like 24 damn hours. Jesus. <laughs> that based on Mark, like, yeah. I, like, the first time I listened to this album, I, I listened to the whole thing beginning to end. The second time I listened to it, like, I, I couldn't stand listening to this song. I stopped it halfway through, and I, like, yeah. punched the wall out of anger, and my wife got mad. She's like, what the fuck are you doing punching holes in the wall? We rent this place, and, yeah, God, it's almost like glass, you know? It's like, God damn, this song just, oh, it's just terrible. They should call it Advil PMs. This shit put me to sleep. Yeah. Yeah, oh, wait. I, I need more toilet paper because I can't stop shitting on this song. Oh, I yeah. give it zero out of five. Yeah, oh. I, 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 I'm getting to. I know why Lee doesn't like. He doesn't like the old type blues. But why don't you like this song, Lee? Um, first of all, Eric, I want to say 
I was hoping that this was the song that you were talking about that that you didn't want to pick. Um, Probably what me I, real quick. To, sorry to interrupt you, but I love this song. If like I'm having trouble sleeping because <laughs> oh man, it uh, knocked me out. Yeah, <laughs> I will say that when I first heard it back in the day, I was like. I knew Led Zeppelin would have a song that I wouldn't care for, but why did it have to be so extremely long when all the other yeah. songs are, even if they are long, they sound shorter. But I will say that occasionally when I hear it, now, depending upon my mood, I can enjoy it. But what I will say is I do think it's an imitation of Since I've Been Loving You, which in itself was um, a reworking of a Moby Grape tune, which I forget the name of it, but I think the name is better, but I forget, but it was on Grape Jam. But um, the thing is, um, they would do stuff like this, so... I don't blame them for wanting to do it, but I think that it's just a basic, typical blue song that uh. doesn't have any imagination, and it only is for people who don't care about anything other than the fact that it's blues, and that's my opinion. And uh, to add to that, you know, like the first song which is a very long song as well. They're almost about the same yeah. length. I yeah. mentioned, you know, Achilles' Last Stand, it's a very long song, but it keeps my interest, whereas this one yeah. does the opposite. This is an example of a song where just it goes on forever, but I feel like it really doesn't... The length is justified. It just goes on and on it's and on. Just, it's just like it doesn't have anything to really pique my interest. I could, and, I could do a whole album um, of songs called blues, like... I walked blues, I thought blues, I drank water blues, I put on my shirt blues, and have them be five minutes long with just the same chord changes, and Mark would probably love it, because he doesn't care as long as it's blues. Well, when he you likes gonna, blues. So, when so you it's release, like, uh, it's the same song over and over again, and Mark will listen to it because he doesn't care as long as yeah. it's blues. Well, isn't yeah. that he, what the he, blues he, did? Uh, wait, Lee, where are you going to release Bugs on Cheese blues? Oh, I I, I, I could do a hour version of that and only give it to Mark because I would hate for people to ask me to play that live. <laughs> Dude, what, what do you think the blues is? The blues take from other songs and they change it the up. The blues takes boring well, stuff what, this according song is... to you. It's like... Duh, duh, duh. It's like Mark... What you're trying to say is it's like water. I love the taste of water. I don't care what water it is. It can be any water. Water is the most flavorful thing around. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this song okay. is a great blues song, though, because this song mm. gives me the blues. Because I think, oh, man, yeah. I'm so good to end with this shit. I got the blues. This song's like yeah. blue balls. Yeah. It's like the album reference. <laughs> yeah, you guys are weird. Yeah, I, 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 I remember that. Yeah, Mark, this episode. song, 
Mark, this song's like blue balls. It's like the beginning of the album starts off so strong. It's like you you go to this party and you meet this hot girl and you know, you're just saying all the right things to her and you bring her back to, to your place and you're trying to be quiet because your parents are asleep and you're doing your thing, you're making out and just everything's going good. You get the condom on and all of a sudden your mom comes in. She's like, hey, Eric, don't forget you got work in the morning or whatever. And like, you're like, oh, mom, get out of here. And then she's like, oh, my God. And, you know, and then your <laughs> boner goes away because your mom walked in and then the girls creeped out. She's like, I think I need to go now. And you're like, no, don't go. <laughs> yeah, this song is like blue ball. This song is like the musical version of blue balls. Oh my god! Yeah, Mark, I, what do you think I, of this? Song? I love this song, but I do agree with you. It does sound like since I've been loving you, but I do love that song too. The guitar oh, that Jimmy is playing good in for this you. in this song is so much soul. I love it. I I but there's one part where uh, uh, Robert Plant is like mumbling. He goes. It, he's saying slip in today, but it sounds like he's saying slip in a day, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, I do love this song. I love the playing by Jimmy Page on this song. It does it for me. His little freaking harmonics on his guitar is just so serene. And by the, you, you start with this album, you're all rocking. And by the time you get to the end, you're fucking drunk and you don't give a shit. <laughs> Mark, this album, that part like... I can agree with. <laughs> Mark's album to me is like, you know... It's like, I I like to draw. I don't know if you guys draw or do, like, artwork or whatever. I but, like it, know, but I don't know how to do it much. Me too. It's like, to for me, it. when I draw a picture, I'm drawing it. It's turned out really good, and it looks amazing. But whatever, something happens. Like, I either, like, get tired, or I have to go eat, or, like, I have to step from it for a while. And then uh -huh. I kind of go back to it, and I draw it again, but it's like... I'm just saying a different mindset, and the rest of it doesn't look as good. So it started off really great, yeah. stepped away from it, and now I'm... And that's how I feel this album is. It's like, man, they went to the studio, and they're just banging out, like, just, just killer tracks. And they're like, fuck, we need to go to bed. Like, you know, we got things we got. Let's come back, and we'll finish this album. And they came back, and they're just in a different mindset. It's like, yeah. oh, fuck. It's like they just plunged along. And, God, this song, though. Like, Mark, how, how do you, like, like this, dude? Like... God damn! Because like, it's a I song you can sit you know, there and like, drink whiskey to and sip it for ten minutes and freaking just like put on headphones and just listen to the way Jimmy is playing on this track, man. Jimmy's oh, guitar like, work is so amazing on this. This song made me want to go listen to a song off like Book of Souls by Iron Maiden. That's oh, pretty wow. bad. That, 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 me and Lee like that oh. album, so yeah. <laughs> oh, God, I'm Lee off tonight badly. We both like that Book of Souls album. So it's... We do, but <laughs> no, I would say you know, there's a lot of people that really do enjoy that album, and hey, more power to them. But it's just I can't get into you know Maiden post. Uh, you know, Deano, but I mean, hey, more power to the people that do like the news. I just, it's not my thing. I, I can't get into that... Blaze Bailey, but people sure like him sometimes. For me, two, two for oh, one. God. Two well, for one. Is, dude, I mean, T for one. The song T for one sounds to me sort of like the audio equivalent of a guy says, Are you ready for the group? Yeah! Are you ready? <laughs> yeah! And a half hour later, they're still saying, Are you ready? Yeah! Are you ready? Yeah! And the group hasn't come on yet. That's how it is for me. Dude, uh, hey, Mark, I'll say one thing about Blaze. He, he's not, 
like a bad singer, but he's just not like the kind of singer for like Iron Maiden. He just doesn't have that kind of range for like you know Iron Maiden's music. Like, cause if like when he does stuff that fits his voice, he can be good. But it's just he just was not his voice just wasn't the fit for Maiden. So I feel like it's a bad rap. Well, cause yeah, his the stuff he did at Maiden was just terrible. Well, Bruce does his songs better. <laughs> oh, but, oh man, I've never been a big fan of Bruce though. I like his vocals with Samson and on the Number of the Beast album. Cause man, he had like his voice was just me. Like he had like a a meaner voice on those. He had more of a Dylan where like his voice was like real, he had a little bit of grit and a little bit of meanness to his voice. Whereas by the time Peace of Mind came out, his vocals were more clean and he started like kind of over singing a lot. And then too, he like would strain a lot on some of those eighties albums. Uh, but yeah, I like his voice best. Like, you know, in the very early eighties, it's like a little bit of like, he had a little bit of grit and some like, you know, ain't like aggression to his voice. Yeah. Yeah, okay, that was our... I like T for one, so I, I, I got two against one here, but I don't give a shit. Um, uh, you, li you, you, you like and you also don't like things that you should, so <laughs> think about that. Yeah, sometimes I feel dumb because people are liking that one album we just reviewed, <laughs> and I don't. Yeah, and I feel <laughs> not dumb Yeah, you feel disliking this song. <laughs> yeah, I was talking about the United States of America, oh my god. Uh, but but you but people like it. You got more people like it than I don't Listen, dislike it. It's not. I wasn't doing it as a diss to you. I was doing it because I wanted to give you credit for having intelligence for listening to something that could heighten your reputation as a cool guy who listened to really dude, cool music. Dude, I listened to Poison and freaking Wham, so I don't have any credibility so, at all. Oh, oh Mark, so, in other words, it was like I gave um, Hey, Mark, you great... listen to Poison and, like, like enjoy it? Like, yes, I enjoy Poison. They're fun. It's like I gave you oh, a great deal that, that, just that, just... that, that you threw away. You're like, I didn't want to be. It's like, just as long as it has a beat and a da 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 no, da 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 poison, really poison is just fun the lyrics are terrible but they're sing-along lyrics and it's got a good beat oh I, 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 so, I like that they're not great so musicians you don't, I never said they you were don't, you don't have any uh, so in other words I'm 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 doing a episode I'm doing a podcast with with Barney Rubble's dumber brother, <laughs> or, or or I'm doing a episode with Barney Rubble's dinners brothers. Hey, Barney Rubble, dumber. Would, Bar Barney Rubble, when it, dumber brother would not like Transformer by Lou Reed like I did. Okay, so yeah, damn, you actually you are a robot. I like that album. Pretend. I didn't like the Velvet Underground. It's oh, like it's you're a nice robot who could that. No, I couldn't get into Velvet Underground at all. Who? Uh, oh, it's, just, did, it's just a bunch did, of did, weird hippies just making noise. Could, yeah, what but, I'm saying is, so Mark is like a dumb robot who actually isn't dumb, and he wants to, <laughs> and, and sometimes he's very smart, and he chucks the hell out of us, right? That's funny how you're ranting and we were talking under you. <laughs> Yeah, well, I heard that Eric didn't like the Velvet Underground, and I wanted to shut him up. 
<laughs> I didn't like it either, Lee. <laughs> you know that. Yeah, you, 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 you should. <laughs> Do you know what? I didn't mention this in the podcast. But you know who wanted to be in the group? The United States of America. But they didn't let her in. Nico. Oh. So there you go. <laughs> I didn't like Nico's voice at all. I know. Ugh. So so that 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 justifies it for you. <laughs> oh God! But hey, you know what's better? Hey, you know what makes the Velvet Underground sound great, and what makes Poison sound amazing? Uh. That horrible fucking Tommy Lee soul album. Holy shit! <laughs> wow. Oh my, I, dude, Anything I, Tommy Lee I does is 15, I listened to 15 seconds of each track off that album. Like, Tommy Lee owes me reparations for the damage he caused wow. to my life. Holy shit. And the thing is, Tommy Lee thinks we're stupid because we don't like it. Like, Lee thinks I'm stupid because I don't like stuff, but... Oh, Tommy Lee. Yeah, well, my name is Lee. You could call me Tommy. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Tommy Lee just... God damn, that... What, what is he thinking? I don't oh, think he's thinking. I didn't even try to listen to the Tommy Lee album. Oh, I listened to one second. You, turn it off. you will cause damage to your ears. Like, uh, dude, I listened to that album. I I got diarrhea and like you know you know fucking clogged up the damn toilet. Yeah. It was just it was bad, man. Yeah, man. So that I get was... diarrhea a lot. I need to go to a doctor. Yeah, Jesus man. Christ. You need to get yeah. some freaking what the freaking diarrhea medicine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So that was our review of uh, Led Zeppelin Presence, which was mostly a good review, except for the last song, uh, basically. Yeah. And so... Uh, to our comments on Blue Balls. Uh, uh, yeah. We'll go back to our Blue Balls. I'm going to put this up as the track of the day tomorrow, just to fuck with people now. Uh, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. I stopped doing the track of the day. I got bored and had other people do it. Uh, Mark, yeah. damn, you already posted the whole thing about Slayer, and now you're going to post T for one as of the day. Mark, Dude, stop, trying you... to, stop purposely trying to lose viewers. God damn. Did you see what James yeah. West said? He said, this is why people don't like you. <laughs> he said that tongue-in-cheek, Mark. He said that tongue-in-cheek. <laughs> I know, but I was laughing, and I go, why? Because I'm honest? I don't lie? <laughs> oh, you got... Dude, I love Slayer. I, I, and you know, it's funny, like, you know, I'm a guy that's like, you know, I'm the same way. If I don't, I can't get behind the singer, I usually can't get into the band. I just love Tom Ray... I love Tom Ray's vocals. I just love his shouting and just screaming. Just like, you say some high-pitched screaming, you're like, and it's like, oh, man, this just sounds so cool. That's why I, I do the like Slayer. the last Slayer album. I do like yeah, the last Slayer one. album better than the other um, um, metal albums. I don't like I don't like Tom Marrero's voice. That's why I can't get into Slayer. Musically, they sound like something I would like. It's like it's like I listen to death metal, and as soon as I hear, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what's funny though, Mark? There are like a because I'm a guy who like if I can't get into the vocals, I can't get into the band. That's me. And I like a lot of singers who are like real talented singers. You know, Michael Sweet, Rob Halford, uh, Lizzie Borden, Jeff Tate. But then there's a lot of singers I like that are like you know like acquired taste singers. Like I love King Diamond's voice, and I love uh, uh, Sheepdog from uh, from Razor, which I don't know if you've heard of them. But he has a voice where, like, people either love it or hate it. And, you know, I like, like, Tom Maria, you know. So, to me, it's like, they, yeah, they're not the greatest singers, but they just got such an interesting voice and it fits with the music that I can get into it. 
Yeah, I can't get into King Diamond either. I tried. Uh, what, you ever heard Razor? Huh? You ever heard Razor? No, I'll, I'll check it out. They're another one of those bands. It's like, you, their singer's like an acquired taste kind of guy. He's got... He's got one of them kind of voices, but I, I dig it. I think it's just unique. Well, I like the guy from Dangerous Toys, and his voice isn't that good. but It, uh, it is good, but like he goes highs room. a lot. A little unnecessary highs. Like that. There's a group that... I like a couple Dangerous Toys songs. I don't like yeah. like full albums, but I do like a, a couple songs. Yeah, It's um, like there's, yeah, there's, yeah. A, there's a group that even though I... And I won't say who they are, but I already decided to pick which group I'll pick next. I might decide, because of this review, just to pick an album for Mark um, because of what he said about stuff. I don't know if I will change it, but if we do this other album that I'm going to have him do... He may want to think twice before liking certain things, but oh, you're gonna give, <laughs> you're gonna spank me, only. <laughs> um, I, I I don't know you, but but I mean I don't know yet. What I mean I'm drinking, so I might decide no, I'm not gonna do that. But that's all I'm gonna say. All right, well, Mark. I feel bad because I gave you a lot of shit for liking Poison and all that, I'll give you something to rib me about. You know what song? I I don't like this band, really, but I do love the the song that they did. You know what song I really, really like that's just like, you know, and I'm not afraid to admit it. You know what song I really like that, you know, I get a lot of shit for? What? I uh, <laughs> Can't Live Without Your Love and Affection by Nelson. I, I love that, that band, song, man. That song's so catchy. It's so fucking good. I, I like, don't like it. I like that whole album, dude. I like Nelson. See, I don't like the whole album, but I do love that one song. That song. I don't really, like that one song. I'm a huge Ricky Nelson fan, so I love Nelson, man. I love their harmony. Well, Ricky harmony, Nelson man. is not the same as the group. But I like harmonies. <laughs> they have his harmony. But I'm trying to say, though, that I don't like that song. Okay, that's finally. <laughs> I won't pick that album for a while then. <laughs> okay, I then took, I, uh, as, I remember as long as you don't pick that album, I won't pick the album that I'm threatening you with. Well, how am I going to know now. what album that is? <laughs> yeah, you don't know what I album. I remember that music here. video had the chick from Weird Science in it, and she's hot as fuck, yeah. so that helped. Yeah. I, oh, I, I love Nelson. I they got great, they blend really good together. I got that from their father, and I love it. Yeah. All right, well, let's get to the end of this podcast. <laughs> Gonna thank uh, Eric Jordan for being on here, uh, Mr. R. And thank you guys for having me. Yeah, thank you, Mr. Nelson Lover. No, actually, it's okay. All right, I like one song. Damn it! Now I know how Ian feels with Bang Tango. Well, Tim Breen loves to put Bang Tango up, man. I do kind of like them. Yeah. Me and Tim Bream were arguing on the David Lee Roth, uh, yeah. uh, pot, uh, David Lee Roth uh, group. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, it's uh, all good. So we it's get into good. the tracks of the week, and Lee, you picked uh, Freddie Lindquist. Did I say it right? Yep. Uh, Sunday Sellers, and it was a pretty yep. cool track. I liked it. Yeah, I man. To it. Yeah, man. They're from Norway. And then uh, uh, Eric, you picked uh, Cobra. Cobra. I'm Cobra not... spell. Cobra what? Cobra Spell, uh, Shake Me. 
do their whole album, <laughs> whole name on my nose. Yeah. Cobra Spell. Yeah, I, it was a tough pick, man. I um, There's a lot of choices. I wanted to kind of pick a Lizzie Bourne song, but, you know, Holiday Since I kind of also wanted to pick a TSO song, but I kind of figured I'd stick with my uh, thing of picking, like, an artist that may not a lot of people know about, a newer artist. And, uh, you know, Cobra Spell fucking rules, man. If you like, you know, traditional cool. ace metal or – you know, like, you know, made some of the early hair metal before it got real cheesy. Uh, yeah. And they're a phenomenal band, dude. They got a great EP out, and I can't wait for the full-length album. So oh, I liked I, it. I picked I, that song. That's... I listened to it, and it was really cool. Yeah. I think he posted this in the, group, in the groups before. Uh, yeah, cool. dude. Yeah. Goddamn. Sonia Anubis? What? Killer guitar yeah. player? Man, she's a, not a bad-looking woman. Yeah. hope my wife doesn't hear yeah. that. Does she have her shirt tucked in? <laughs> that would oh, be hot. Actually, no, Lee. I think I swear to God, I think there's a video she posted. She has like a Megadeth cover. She's wearing like a kind of like a schoolgirl skirt, and I think she does have her shirt tucked in, dude. Check it oh, out. Oh, I'll, I'll look. What, what what group is that again? Overspell, but uh, I think it's. I'll send it to you. I'll send it to you. Thank you. I'll look at that. Oh man, Lee got fucking excited. <laughs> yeah, he, he perked up. <laughs> yeah, man. T for one's a great song, man. And he's like, swing. Oh, shit. <laughs> Lee's like, swing. <laughs> I'm like, woo. <laughs> All right. And then we get to the my my track. I picked uh, Soundgarden, Live to Rise. I absolutely uh, love this song, and I picked it because I think people need to hear it because it was off a of soundtrack. Uh -huh. Nobody buys soundtracks anymore. So uh, uh, it's pretty, off the uh, the original Avengers movie really great song by them and i think it's got a great message to it you know live your wow. eyes man and then um lee your track is afternoon in the park which is really yep. cool and i gave it a thumbs up thank and some you. asshole yeah i saw down. that thank you man it was an instrumental you're, you're, and he didn't even sing and i was like what the fuck you're really? a trooper i i i thought that i sang but i'm not sure if i did yeah, it was an instrumental did man. you hear the whole thing or did you only hear the first minute i heard all of it it's like five minutes okay Okay, I, I don't I'm think not he's sure. Oh, man. I might be a little drunk. Mark, wait till you hear it's all the, good, wait till you hear Bugs on Cheese Blues. <laughs> yeah. That needs to be the next tra Lee that needs to be on the next episode. Bugs on Cheese Blues. You should get you, Ralph, know, you should get Ralph doing a blues guy going Bugs on Cheese Day. <laughs> maybe Eric maybe Eric and Mark, you can both be on an episode where we review my um, album where I call myself Wiz, and the album is Potter Than Bell, <laughs> and, and 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 I do nothing but kiss parodies with my voice. I go da 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 Paravice baby, Paravice eyes. You know what I mean? Oh damn! I need to hear that now. And he has a video up. I've seen it. I cough. And I go, Paradise, baby. Paradise. So, so I'll give you on Messenger, I'll give you a link to all of the whiz, part of the bell stuff. All right, man. So, if you want. Thank you again, Eric, for being on the podcast. Thank you guys for having me on, man. All right. And there's our tracks of the week. Freddie Lindquist, Sunday Sellers, uh, Eric Cobra Spell, Shake Me. Uh, I picked yeah. uh, Soundgarden, yeah. Live to Rise, and Lee, Afternoon in the Park. And uh -huh. 
And as always, Lee, you know what to do. You need to say fucking later goodbye. Fucking later goodbye. Bye. Everybody's got to ride to me
You have just listened to the Freeform Rock Podcast. All music played on the Freeform Rock Podcast belongs to its owner. If you like it, go out and buy it. Get your music on Amazon, iTunes, or at your local record store. Support what you love. Support the artists by seeing them live. Purchase their music. The Freeform Rock Podcast is not affiliated with any of the artists or music that we play. Thank you for listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast. We'll see you on the next episode. Until next time, stay free and rock on.